Hi everyone, and welcome back to We've Got Next Pod. So, this week, a lot's been going on, there's a lot in the news, elections coming up, people are talking about that. I want to talk about something that I've wanted to talk about since I made this podcast, which is climate change. And we're talking about it this week because of what happened in California, of what's happening in California, I guess. And no, I'm not talking about the fact that Clippers just lost the Nuggets, although that is also big news. What I'm talking about is the fires that are happening in California and then also parts of Oregon and Washington State, basically all along the West Coast. So one common misconception that I want to clear up, I've heard some people talk about this as it's like one fire. There's like, oh, there's this one huge fire on the West Coast. No, it's actually over 30 massive wildfires and presumably other smaller wildfires, but 30 massive wildfires. And I, I want to say that because I've heard a couple, a couple people say that like, oh, this was all just caused by someone doing a gender reveal. And like there was, there is like this anecdote about a gender reveal causing a fire. And like, that's so, so stupid and frustrating and whatever, but you can't really like, there are conditions that led to the fire. And also like there are over 30 wildfires happening on the West coast. And so far, they're raging right now. Tens of thousands of firefighters are out there right now to fight them. And 5 million acres have been burned so far, which is roughly the size of Connecticut and Rhode Island combined. Because California, like, we think about it in a certain way, and it's, like, at least it's far away from me in New York. It's different. But, like, imagine if the entire state of Connecticut and Rhode Island just burned down. It was all forest, but, like, like even if it was all forest, but just it all burned down. Like, that's the kind of urgency we need to bring to this issue. And it's not just, like, where it's been burned. It's having an effect everywhere. The sky in many parts of the West Coast has been, like, smoky and orange. The Bay Area has literally been under a cloud of smoke for four weeks. It looks like it's a sci-fi movie. And it's, like, people who are, like, going for runs. Like, you go for one run outside, and then, like, you're coughing for days. And... You have to wear a mask for the smoke, which is, of course, different than your mask for COVID. And it's all that's happening. And it's, it's, like, it's been there for four weeks. It's getting to the point where, like, if you're playing Madden, like, you know how when you're playing Madden, you have to choose the weather before the game, like, rainy, snowy, windy, clear, partly cloudy, that kind of thing. It's getting to the point where, like, if the, if the 49ers are playing, one of the options should be smoky. Like, kids are growing up. Like, oh, what's the weather outside today? Oh, it's still smoky. Sunny, cloudy? Nope, smoky from the wildfires that are happening. And the smoke is super unsafe for people to inhale. I told you about the people going for runs who have been coughing for days. People are trying to stay inside as much as possible, not just because of coronavirus, but because they're scared of what like breathing the air outside will be like. Like, Look up pictures of what's happening in the sky. I wish this was a visual medium where I could show you pictures and videos. It's it's pretty amazing. And it looks like something that's like, from like the biblical end of days, or like I said before, from a sci-fi movie. So, why why is this all happening? Like fires, like you said, it, I said it wasn't because of a gender reveal party, or at least all of it isn't. Almost all of it isn't. What is it from? So, one thing that I want to mention before we get into the main topic is that something that is a cause is the suppression of Native American knowledge about fires. Obviously, Native Americans have been living here for longer than. Europeans for like since way before Europeans colonized and came here and because of that they've known a lot more about how to prevent these fires from happening and what they've known is that if you set smaller 
controlled fires continuously, it will burn up all the wood so that larger uncontrolled fires won't happen because they won't be able to spread as easily. Of course, their knowledge has been suppressed and the U.S. government has not allowed them to do that for many years now. So that's like one thing that I want to talk about. But the main cause of these fires, these fires that have burned the size of the state of Connecticut and Rhode Island combined, is climate change. The increasingly dry and hot climate of California is the result of climate change. And because it's increasingly dry and hot, that allows fires to spread way more easily. And if you're thinking like, well, actually, I heard that California has like a fire season and like, isn't it the desert? So it's always dry and hot. Okay, nine out of the last nine out of the 10 largest fires in the history of the state of California have been in the last 10 years. Huge, huge escalation. This is obviously the direct result of climate change. And as long as the climate continues to warm, natural disasters like this in California, like wildfires, are going to keep getting worse. The fact that we have like a once in a century hurricane, like once or twice a year, is because of climate change. There are like four small hurricanes in the Atlantic Ocean right now. I saw a satellite picture a few hours ago, and it's like four hurricanes, and it's like this is because of climate change. These things are happening more often, and they're worse because of climate change. And if you're like, well, I don't really remember a time before that. Like, uh, is it really climate change? Like, what's like the hottest temperature I've ever been in? This is kind of different. Like, the hottest temperature I've ever been in is probably like 105 degrees. I don't know where everybody else lives, but like that's probably the hottest temperature I've ever been in, maybe. It was 130 degrees in Death Valley, California, and 118 degrees in LA. So hot. Like, this is, the climate is changing, and the fact that somebody can produce a singular snowball, or, like, it gets cold in the winter, in the middle of February, doesn't mean the climate isn't changing. It is. So this, of course, is why we're talking about climate change, and Something that I want to make clear as we're getting into this conversation, and I'm sure I'll slip up in the way I talk about it, and I know that I've been guilty of this when thinking about it, and I think everybody has been, or I assume most people have been, is that we think of climate change as something that will affect my generation, our generation in the future, and something that's far off and like, do it for your kids, do it for your grandkids, and like for us, we're like, we're the kids, like, do it for us, it's going to happen in our future. Yes, But we need to acknowledge that the effects of climate change are in the world right now. Those fires are climate change. The hurricanes are climate change. People are dying and suffering because of issues caused by climate change. And we need to make that link. So, all right, climate change, like, isn't that the same thing as global warming? Like, what is it? Climate change is, like, a really complicated and difficult topic to understand everything about it. So I'm going to try to explain it as quickly as possible and the best as I can. Thorough and quick. This is going to be like brief-ish, but also like I'm going to do my, do my best because bad explanations can lead to bad perceptions about it. Like when people are talking about global warming, it lets people say, well, actually it's freezing where I am. And so therefore you must be wrong. So I'm going to try to do my best that I can. All right. So basically let's start with carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide is what we breathe out. You breathe in oxygen, breathe out carbon dioxide. That's not what I'm talking about, but like it's the same thing. It's carbon dioxide. So carbon dioxide is a greenhouse gas that, when released into the air, basically heats up the atmosphere because of the way it works. Carbon dioxide is the most prominent greenhouse gas, but there are other greenhouse gases, 
such as methane. Most of the carbon dioxide in the air was produced and goes into the air because of the way we produce energy. So when you plug your phone into your phone charger that's in the outlet, it carries electricity from the outlet to your phone, which is great. You got to charge your phone. But that electricity was likely produced by burning fossil fuels. And fossil fuels, people say this a lot, like, are they dinosaur fossils? Like, what are they? Fossil fuels are oil, coal, natural gas. Those are the three main fossil fuels. And by burning those to produce energy, you are releasing carbon dioxide into the air, and that is causing climate change and global warming, whatever you want to call it. Of course, it's not just electricity that comes from fossil fuels. It's the gas that you put into your car, like the lights on in my house right now, those were probably those are probably lit up because somebody burned a fossil fuel. The way that farmers harvest their crops, agriculture is a huge thing. Transportation, cars produce tons of fossil fuels. The way that my clothes were made, the way that your clothes like the clothes you're wearing right now, especially if they were made in like somewhere far away where they needed to be transported back and forth, like clothes and textiles lead to so much fossil fuels being released into the air because it all requires so much energy. So this is all, all of this using fossil fuels and the world uses so much of it. Big businesses really don't care how much they use. They just want to do whatever cheapest for them. It's all, it's destroying the environment. And now zooming out a little bit, scientists agree, all scientists agree, basically as many as you can get. Scientists agree that if the climate warms more than two degrees Celsius from where it was in the 1850s when we really started burning fossil fuels on a large scale to whenever it is, if it goes up two degrees from the 1850s, it will cause irreparable and permanent damage to the environment. So I know that's like, this is like, this is hard to understand. It's like, all right, two degrees Celsius. Like, I know Celsius is bigger than Fahrenheit, but two degrees still seems like not that much. And like, it is to the environment. So if we continue on this path, we're going to reach that threshold in 2036. That's the projection. Unless there's, unless people work to stop that and unless things change. In 2036, I will be 32 or 33. So at that point, if nothing changes, when I'm 32 or 33, irreparable and permanent damage will be caused to the environment. Luckily, it doesn't have to be this way. So everything that I mentioned, cars, lights, plugging in your phone, we c- you can do it in a safe and clean way. If, you, if everything is done by using electricity, and we produce that electricity not by burning fossil fuels, but by w- using wind turbines and solar panels and harnessing natural energy, that is great for the environment, and that's doable. Unfortunately, we're not doing that. There aren't enough solar panels right now. There aren't enough wind turbines right now. We're not being able to get all of our energy from them. So hopefully, maybe, who knows, you're thinking right now, okay, so that's great. Let's just build more. Great idea. But, and we do, like, we do need to build more and we need to place restrictions on fossil fuel production, but this isn't being done. The Republican Party in the U.S. is the only political party, the only, like, legitimate political party anywhere in the world that's prominent and in power that denies that completely denies the existence of climate change and many democrats they say that climate they know that climate change is real and they talk about that 
but the actions they support to prevent climate change don't come anywhere near to what is needed, reasonable, or required. So we need immediate and sweeping action on climate change or else all of this is going to get worse. So first of all, I want to pause there. I'm going to come back to this part. But why do Republicans lie and say climate change doesn't exist? Interesting question. Interesting question. So basically, ever since the 2010, I think, Supreme Court decision called Citizens United, um, it allowed basically unchecked amounts of dark money, which means like money, you don't really know where it comes from. It's like, like, think of dark money as like shady money. It allows basically unlimited amounts of shady money to be put into campaigns. And so basically the Republican Party strategy since that decision has been to do whatever those donors want, do whatever the Koch brothers want, do whatever the big oil and fossil fuel companies want, the big energy companies want to get those donations, to convince people to vote for them, even though their economic policies are bad for the people who are voting, who are voting for them. That's basically what it is. All right, back to where we were. Hey, never mind, stay there. That is why money in politics is corrupting and one of the biggest problems we face. All right, back to where I was going before. So we need immediate and sweeping action on climate change. So you're like, all right, is he going to talk about the Green New Deal? Yep, bingo, nailed it. If you think, if like, if you were worried about that I was going to mention the Green New Deal or when I say the Green New Deal, you think, the first thing you think of is like unrealistic. It would cost too much. That's like a problem with the way we think about things in like the political media environment and the way things are like this are talked about because we need to think about what's right and not what's practical based on like, the traditional standards because this isn't like a time to be thinking about what's been done in the past it's a time to be like thinking about what needs to be done and people have to say oh like they can't afford a green new deal and it's not even like the specific bill because you can find flaws with that specific deal that specific bill sorry but it's like it's the idea of it and it's the idea that big sweeping action on climate needs to be done and that will be accompanied by tons of jobs in the clean energy sector like who's going to build those solar panels who's going to build those wind turbines american workers tons of people get jobs it'd be great to have it right now as people as like unemployment rates are soaring high how are we going to get people back to work well something you could do is transform the way we make our energy and save the environment while putting people back to work wouldn't that be nice um so back to like the whole you we can't afford it thing people say we can't afford a green new deal um, climate inaction, not doing anything about climate change, is predicted to cost $520 billion every year by, 29, by 2090. In the next, what is that, 70 years, $520 billion every year. And that's hard to comprehend because it's not like one specific person paying all that money. It's not like they're going to knock on Trump's door and be like, oh, you owe us $520 billion. Like, that's not going to happen. It's going to cost everyday people the economy. It's going to cost a lot, and there's going to be a, a huge toll that people are going to pay in their lives because the government is not willing to take action on climate change because they stay in power by pleasing the executives of the company who make their money by burning the environment. So I'm hoping that you realize the 
urgency of the situation. And I should mention that I, I talked about how climate change is affecting people right now. It's not a problem for the future. It's a problem that's happening right now already. It's not about the kids in the future or the grandkids. It's about like the kids right now and the people right now and everybody right now. Like coronavirus, it's disproportionately affecting minorities and poor people. And not just like in the U.S., although it is disproportionately affecting minorities and poor people in the U.S. Think Hurricane Katrina, who got hurt. It was the black people living in New Orleans who got hurt the most. With climate change, the people on the people living in like near the equator in small poor countries are getting hit way harder than people living in the U.S. and England, basically. So it's easy to like sit back. And be like, well, it's not our problem right now, even though we're the ones causing it, because it's affecting other people who are less fortunate and live in countries who are in worse situations than our country is, honestly. Um, so, yeah, that's that's all I got this week. Um, that's been super confusing, probably. It's been a lot. I tried to make it fast and thorough. But if you have questions, go follow me on Instagram at We've Got Next Pod and DM me. And I promise I will answer any question you have. I'll do my best. Maybe I'll DM you back. Maybe I'll post the answer on the story. Maybe I'll mention the next podcast. Who knows? But do that. Follow the Instagram at We've Got Next Pod. Ask any questions you have. Make some suggestions you have for a future topic. And have a great week. Go rate, like, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.